Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the SIF Spoil for Paddington 2. We're going to get into some spoilers. Anders joining me to chat about some of the stuff that uh, happens throughout the movie. Uh, just another warning. Spoilers coming at you quick here. Get out of the way. You don't want to hear them if you haven't seen it. We don't want to ruin it for you. Dies. <laughs> I, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that to happen. Yeah, when, me neither. Uh, when Mr. Brown turned into a, a hunter. Yeah. And, uh, and sent uh, his family after Paddington. I was not expecting that at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, we're probably going to pop out of order and that kind of stuff, too. So, e- even if you wanted to listen, uh, having not seen it, it might not make a lot of sense. So, um, I mentioned in the podcast proper yeah. that this, for me, is going to be a lot of just moments that were funny that I wanted to talk about. But I, then I also know we had a conversation where you were saying it was a lot like the first one. Yeah. So let's start there. You because start there? I, Yeah, I do want to start there because I feel like that could be an interesting discussion. Okay. And then we can just throw out some of the funny stuff that happened in the movie. But um, yeah, so like what examples were you thinking of? Because of, you said like tropes and jokes that were the same in both movies. So I'll start with, uh, I guess trope could be easy enough to start with. So in the first one, we have Nicole Kidman, who is the descendant of uh, the the main like plot point in this and she is going to get revenge on Paddington for some reason. So and, yeah, so her her this, dad was the the guy that discovered the bears. Exactly. And then she thinks that ruined her dad's career. Yeah. And so yeah, she's going to get uh, So even. now we have Hugh Grant who is the descendant of the magician who is now the villain trying to stop Paddington from getting the Well, yeah, but they just because they both have grandpas doesn't mean it's the same thing like but it is like not like it it wasn't like that magician had anything to do with paddington like because in the first movie but i'm just saying like the villains are always the descendant of the plot point you know okay so we have that that's the trope now as for actual jokes here's the jokes the security guard who always finds men in drag to be incredibly sexy Uh uh-huh do you remember that from the first one whenever okay so now we have hugh grant in the nun outfit Mm -hmm. and he's like 
you would not believe how incredibly beautiful it's so like okay yeah we got that joke in the first one and another- so the, the difference is in in this one I, and by the way i agree with that point i actually think that is a repeated joke yeah but the the reason i guess it didn't stand out to me is i saw it more as a like a reference to the first movie as opposed to repeating the same joke because in the first one it's as it's happening yeah. And in the second one, it's like a he's, throwback. It's a yeah, it's a callback. He's telling what happened. I would so. agree with you, but there were several moments. Sure, uh, another the hard stare. Yes, is the joke that's well, also- of course. But it, see, I guess we have a difference in opinion on what's repeating a joke and what's referencing a joke and using it in a different way. But I thought that there were enough references. Like there's those. Those are just two examples. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go over each and every single one. But there are moments where I'm like, okay. And there's, there comes a point when you stop referencing the original one and you're just, it feels like you're just being lazy and you can't come up with new original jokes. Now, granted, there are original jokes, which I am excited to talk about. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but do you know what I'm saying for me? Like if I, I mention, if I notice enough of them, I'm like, okay, sure. It's the same movie now. No, I, I get what you're saying. I, I just, I, I guess I just expect uh, an amount of that in a sequel. Yeah. To reference the things that you loved from the first. Yeah. Um, and I do think it probably does have a lot to do with watching them back to back. That might be it. In, in seeing it that way. Because I don't I think you're supposed you're to watch them minutes apart because the first one came out in 2014. It's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe maybe if I had seen it originally and I would have been more excited. Like, oh, the security guard who finds men in drag is sexy is <laughs> right. back. I, I would have been more excited as been like, he's funny though. He that is actor funny. Is funny. Who is that? Do you know who I that is? I don't know who he is. He's got to be a famous British comedian or something. Cause probably he, he, yeah. he's funny. He's very funny. Um, yeah, I, as far as the hard stare goes, yeah. I like the. Uh, Is it getting hot in here? <laughs> the the Brendan Gleeson version even better than in the the first one. Yeah, I, there's something about like a hardened prisoner. Yeah, uh, that that was. I really... love Brendan Gleeson in this movie. Oh, he's so good. He's really good. Um, the funniest joke in this movie for me it probably has to be. You turn the light off, the mic is still live. <laughs> that might be the funniest joke. The light switch is over. You hit the light switch, the microphone's over there. It's well, the one it's labeled just, microphone. We can still so hear you. Matter of fact. Yeah, we can still hear like, you. You know, because he's taking that time to say how much he doesn't trust them, you yeah. know, how awful they are, that kind of stuff. And it's it's not like that's a joke you've never heard before, but it works. In fact, it is actually a pretty. Con- it's almost a cliche. The yeah. thought you weren't listening. Like I, I'm just thinking recently, and just because again, just send this. But girls trip. There's yeah. the moment where she thinks she turns off the FaceTime, and you know yeah. she's celebrating or what. Like it's a common thing, but it's done so brilliantly and paced so differently here dry yeah and it's just like i can still hear you mr brown (laughs) you turned off the light the mic is over there the one labeled microphone (laughs) so good yeah another one that i loved i had two uh jokes that really stood out to me is like okay that is brilliant is uh the cop throwing the donut in the bin and and he's like "Eh, nothing to see here officer just a normal bin and the cop's like Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about whenever things like that happen in this universe where mm-hmm. 
you would never see that in really any other movie. Yeah. Where the cops, okay, fine, it's just a normal bin. And it really is moment after moment like that. And they're the simplest, smallest moments. I think the biggest laugh that my son, because I went with my youngest son. Oh, yeah. What did he What did he think? Oh, he loved it. Oh, good. We had good, such good, a good, good time. We had such a good time. We laughed together. We were the only ones in the theater because it's been really? out here you know, for a week or so or whatever. Apparently, nobody sees movies after they've been out for a week. Um, that's true but uh, but we laughed so much together but the thing we laughed at the hardest the hardest mm-hmm. just a simple little moment but uh, the, he makes a deal with Brendan Gleeson's prison character and Brendan Gleeson spits in his hand to seal the deal oh, and, and then Paddington <laughs> spits on his hand yeah <laughs> like, oh we're spitting on your hand <laughs> yeah. is that how we do things yeah. just stuff like that is so brilliant because it's so true it's so real like Paddington wouldn't necessarily know that's yeah. something you do Exactly. And it would be total it would make total sense that he would misinterpret it that way. Yeah. Uh what did you think about the moment we realized Brendan uh Brendan Gleeson broke him out of prison not to uh help him get cuz I actually was like, "Oh wow. I didn't know they you were planning that." I it, was actually surprised by that moment. It was it was interesting. That whole part of the movie was really interesting to me because it's the one moment in the movie where Paddington loses hope. It's the yeah. one moment in the entire movie where he's like, "Oh, maybe everybody's right. Maybe they don't care about me anymore. I guess you know, yeah. I'll I'll do this thing." And I think I think it's powerful because of that. Um, but uh, I actually thought that's the way it was going to go. I, that's that's how I thought it was going to go. I still think it's fine, but I figured they would break him out. They would ditch him, and then they would come back and save the day. I didn't feel I didn't see them ditching him. I thought they were going to go straight to helping him save the day. Not that they were going to uh, drop the plane in a random part of the lake, and magically they were below them. <laughs> There's a lot of breath holding. There is a on lot of scene. breath holding in this movie. Also, I loved how. Can we talk more about Hugh Grant just yes, a little please. bit? Uh, him just going from character to character, from the knight to the nun, and how semi-schizophrenic he is and how he talks to the mannequins I was like wow that is something I never would have expected to see Hugh Grant mm-hmm. do but it was so well done for some reason like yeah. quiet Macbeth you know <laughs> yeah. I, I loved those moments you know because it added uh, it was it's the same thing that Nicole Kidman did in the first one and this is actually a pro of how the villain is so extreme, like she wants to kill animals for the museum so she can stuff them, you know, mm-hmm. like there's there that villain doesn't exist. And that joke where you've got all the animal heads on the wall and they walk through the door and all the, the rear ends of the animals are on, on the, the other, other side. side the yeah. See, it's stuff like that that makes it great. But in this one, you have this villain who talks to mannequins and you're like, okay, that villain doesn't exist. So it's okay for this movie because it still holds a certain amount of innocence. Well, and how cool was the straight up treasure hunt too? You know, just to do a straight up, oh, this, you know, the story of her hiding the different notes. I, I wish we could have got to see more of the treasure hunt, really, as opposed to mm. we saw for two parts of the treasure hunt, really, and then the rest of it we just he we assume that he did it, you know, because yeah. it, it's it happened. I liked that though. I liked that it didn't, you know spend too much time on something we already kind of know what's happening like we're not going to learn anything else necessarily from i want to see nick cage show up in international treasure <laughs> this thing you know that's right that's what i want to see happen but uh no no i uh i i did like it i and it, it, that was something new from this one is there was an element of something different from the first one and it is a treasure hunt now as mm-hmm. opposed to 
trying to find a home. Yeah. Question, did you get emotional at the end of the movie when we see Aunt Lucy? Uh, yeah. I did. Yeah, I did. It I, I almost got a little teary out. I'm like, oh, he's going to see Aunt <laughs> Hold Lucy. It together. Hold, Hold it, it together. together. The whole Aunt Lucy thing has never made a lot of sense to me. Like, I mean, it's just it's just a given. She's at the home for retired bears or whatever. Yeah. But when she when she left him in the original uh, Paddington, that was one of the parts where I was like, "What? Like, why? Why are yeah, you sitting across understand. without you?" Like, yeah. You know, I I didn't get that in the first one either. Is that uh, Michael Gambon who's playing Uncle Pastuzo? Uh, yeah. Uh, I could look it up. I, I, think I think you might be right. I think it might be. Uh, what an underuse. Uh, Need some more flashbacks if you're going to get Michael Gambon. Get get your Michael Gambon worth, you know. <laughs> but uh, I I like I like uh, I, I I I should say I agree. I think that she's underused. Yeah. And that if you're going to make her such a prominent role, uh, flash to her every now and then. Let us know what she's doing in this retirement community for bears. Yeah, maybe. It may be the right decision. It may actually make for a stronger emotional impact if you don't see her till the very end. If she, that's because, true. That's because true. then you're you're not expecting her to be part of the story at all. You know, yeah. she's just. I mean, she is a central part of the story in that her spirit is over the story, but you're not necessarily yeah. expecting her physical presence to be in the story at all. Mm-hmm. And so, I think it does add a little element of oomph to that moment at the end where it's like they got you know got her to come and yeah. and visit in London, so or London, yeah. Uh, the children in this movie, like we barely see the kids at all in this one. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. I guess I was thinking when I said in the in the podcast proper is that they are as much a part of the solution as they were in the first. Like they're the you solution. Know, like like all the family has their own thing that they do in both of the the solutions. Yeah. Like. Um, you know, in the first one, she speaks bear and he does the electricity and yeah. the mom does the, you know, so yeah. they all have their different thing that they do in this one too. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, another joke that was reused from the first one is, you know how he had the little hand hoovers to get up the, uh, the yeah. furnace. Now he has the, uh, the, oh, the, the apple, candied apples, the candied apples to use a suction, yeah. you know? I like that stuff. That's like a nod, though. You know what I mean? Like, but it's I'm, not like you. It's, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe it's because I saw them. It has so to be. It has to be that I'm like, okay, it's just a rehashing of the first movie. Like, you're using the same. See, jokes. if a movie, I, I agree. Movies have gotten, especially sequels, have gotten too comfortable with winking at the audience. Like, there's yeah. there's a lot of winking that goes on, and sometimes it does get annoying to me. But I, I expect a fair amount of it if it makes sense in the story. You know. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't feel like it was over the top in this, but I hadn't just seen the original. So. Yeah. And I'm not knocking parts of the movie where, you know, Paddington, it tries to do the right thing, but he ends up making a, a complete mess of everything. Cause that's, yeah. that's what the Paddington is supposed to be, you know? So I'm okay with that, but it's just the, the little nods to previous jokes. Yeah. That I but had there's also a bunch with. of new stuff too. There you is know. new stuff. The haircut scene is, is a lot of fun. I like the. Yeah, I like the haircut scene. That's it's stuff like that, and you have in the first one with the tub, you know, and stuff like that, where he uh, makes the entire bathroom just fill up with water and stuff. The impracticality of his conundrums are really fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And the fact that it, it'll uh, a lot of times the story knows how to use those things to pay off too, because you know the person getting the haircut ends up being his judge. Yeah, you know, ends up being on the train. Very across Adams family. Yeah, yeah. So. Interesting stuff. Anything else you wanted to mention? Uh, 
no, regardless of the fact that so many of the jokes were rehashed, I still re-laughed at those jokes. I don't think <laughs> nice. I don't think I mentioned that. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still thought that they were funny. Um, I just wanted you know it to be more uh, original, is what I'm trying to say. Still thought it was funny. Still had a good time. Still liked the movie. Um, yeah, still recommend. Very nice. Uh, the only other thing that popped into my brain just as you were saying that is uh, the breakout montage that starts with. I almost felt Wes Anderson ish, you know, because they have like the the cross section of the prison and they kind of zoom oh, in. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Very symmetrical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I found that very interesting. But yeah. there you go. Some spoilers for you for Paddington Two. Um, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And uh, and man, it's. It's one I definitely don't mind, you know, putting on every once in a while and watching with the family because it's a lot of fun. So, plus, it's always it's just nice to think that the world is a good place. And yeah, there's joy and peace and every and people can get along. And, apparently, and we just need to move to London because <laughs> right. apparently, London things are phenomenal over there right Paddington now. Paddington Three, Paddington, Paddington at the White House. <laughs> don't don't ruin it. Uh, so coming soon next I'm just week. saying there's somebody in, in the White House that maybe could use a hard stare. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So it looks like uh, the next movie we have coming up would be Hostels, would be the next one we review. Hostels is out next week. There's some others as well. I haven't decided exactly uh, what Maze we're going to talk Death about. Cure. Yeah, I think Maze Runner is probably what we'll talk about. It's the mm-hmm. final Maze Runner movie. So Okay. Um, so yeah, so we'll catch you back next week to chat uh, movies and all sorts of fun stuff. Thanks for hanging out for spoilers. Bye. Peace. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.